Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Everton Fan Focus podcast. How's it going, Mark? All right, mate. Um, are you talking about Everton or just me in general? Because <laughs> was that happy? I'm okay. I'm better. We always have to start with a bit of counselling, don't we? <laughs> I think I think this is going to be a counselling for a few people, to be honest, today. But uh, no, seems uh, it's been a rough one, hasn't it? Just been a non-stop shitstorm, to be honest, since uh, <laughs> since the last one. Um, Let's start. I think we need to go on there. The Mark, fans, yeah. uh, the fans uh, are going around the full pelt on the shit flying. That's all. <laughs> that's all that can be said. Really. Yeah. So um, I was going to say, how's the fume? But obviously, the fume is real, and uh, yeah, it's very much alive. I can see that on a daily basis with your <laughs> tweets. I know, absolutely. I mean, you know, thankfully, I'm not like that in real life. I just say it all to Twitter. But uh, I'll do, yeah. Yeah, I do. Honestly, in real life, couldn't wish to meet a nicer bloke. On Twitter, pretty vicious. But uh, now, it's just uh, the way that club is at the moment. So I just don't know. Uh, it, it's gone beyond fume now. I've gone numb with it now. I, I've now lost interest. That's the way, but it's gone. It's gone. You know, love it. F- then, then straight along to fume, anger, and now. It's just become such a circus act, what's going on? Couldn't believe you still stood there on the touchline. It was like splitting up with your wife coming home and then she's moved back in. I thought, oh, you're joking. And then, but it was like that. So it's just become a farce, a right. complete farce. So thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, that's, that's, that's all I've got to say. That wraps it up nicely. <laughs> um, well, it's been, it's been a good three weeks, hasn't it, since we last uh, yeah. done one of these. Um, yeah. To be honest, that last one, it was a lot of wrist slitting content mm. to us. <laughs> it was, mate. Thankfully, though, I've moved on to the lucky razors, so there's no yeah. hope for that tonight. <laughs> um, but I'm refusing. I'm, I mean, this is going to have negativity in it. It's bound to, but I'm yeah. refusing to take it too serious and, and sit no. here just, you know, downbeat about it. There is a lot of negativity. <laughs> we in are that, at that right? point now where we have to laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, I think right. we're, both, we're both very honest in that. We're not... You know, yeah. we're not going to ignore the fact that there's a lot of issues going on at the moment, and I'm sure we'll cover the, cover them all, yeah. uh, or as many as we can, <laughs> throughout the next hour or so. But um, just what we'll do then, Mark, we'll have to. We've got a, a, a number of games to run through. Yeah. Um, obviously, most notably the derby, the United game, and the most recent game, Bournemouth. But we yeah. did, there was three games before then yes. that we never covered because we haven't done a podcast since. So. Looking back to the yeah. beginning of April, Mark, uh, without getting ahead of yourself and uh, starting a protest <laughs> within the first 10 minutes, um, we drew at Watford 1 all at the beginning of the month. Yeah. Uh, when James McCarthy scored just late in the first half, That's and right. then uh, we conceded moments later, which has been a, quite a, a common theme this season, hasn't it? But that, they, there wasn't, to be honest, I know we're, we're going we're gonna to probably flow through the Watford Palace and Southampton games yeah. pretty quickly because we don't want to waste anyone's time but no. um, there wasn't an awful lot to say for those three games to be honest um, no. apart from the McCarthy goal and the Coleman own goal well, um, I mean that was that was possibly the most out of all the ridiculous goals we conceded that maybe tops the list to score so? in, in the injury in, in injury time in the first half I think uh, McCarthy's the, the replay it showed the clock it was on 46 minutes only Everton could score in 46 minutes and go in level, go and take the lead, and yeah. go in at half-time level. I mean, you know, Stone's got a lot of stick, it wasn't a bad back pass, Joel isn't Leo Messi, he's not going to control that. So, but you know, it was just the most ridiculous goal to concede, I think it went off his back, didn't it, as well, yeah. uh, the lad's head. Just, but it didn't even register as, oh, fuck, can you believe that we just conceded? It's just, 
expected it. You know, you just expect that every game it happened, you know, last week as well. It's just just the possibly the most ridiculous goal to concede. Under no pressure, we conceded a goal <laughs> and then concede from the corner. I remember on that game that game itself, um, <laughs> watching it and a classic classic Twitter moment where <laughs> I said like um on forty two minutes or something, I don't I honestly don't know what James McCarthy does apart from <laughs> Run round chasing shadows, <laughs> and then obviously, and then he run round as soon the as I tweeted that. I was like, ah, oh, blah blah. But I honestly, I stick to my word. He, he wasn't the only one, but no, it was disappointing, wasn't it? Shocking. Um, it was, but the performance was flatter than like um, what you call it. You know, when you leave the a can of ale overnight and then you pick it up in the morning. <laughs> I think that was possibly more lively than that performance. It's got, and it's got a ciggy stuff. It's been happening a lot lately. I need a bit. <laughs> Well, um, that, that happens in the build-up to that game. There was a talking point with the Baines uh, quotes. He came yeah. out in the Echo, didn't he? And um, to be honest, I think that was sort of the first sign of cracks appearing with Everton's relationship yeah. with the Echo. Baines was quoted as saying there was a lack of chemistry within the side. Yeah. He was open and honest and quite frank in his interview. Which um, was refreshing compared to the bullshit we've had all season. Definitely, and I think, um, you know, he's... he's He's a scouser, he's an Evertonian, he's, he's one of our most senior pros and yeah. for him to come out and say that I thought it probably, you know, it was, it was an honest assessment and... Yeah, um, so you can tell Baines is hurting, most of all isn't he, I think he's hurting with what's gone on. Def- definitely and I mean, you know, it will affect other players more than others, uh, Yeah, you would like to think the homegrown players probably feel it a bit more, but... Um, the build-up, all the talk about that is because Martinez was then questions about that in the uh, the press conference, and now this is going back. Moves. It, I mean, there's been <laughs> how many ridiculous press conferences since then, but it is going back. Moves, but six. That he did get questions on that, and he said, "Oh, you know, we like and apologise for those words." And then the next thing against uh, Watford, the banner appears. Baines yeah. is one of us. Martinez out, and that yeah. was the first time this season. That, Significant that was, moment. I think a catalyst. For what's gone on after it now. There was always going to be... There's been like a drip, drip effect for the last two years with Everton fans. Uh, most Everton fans, I'll say. Not all. Um, uh, of 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 putting up with shite on, and just uh, maybe maybe hoping things will turn around. But but it's just gone. And that, that for me was Baines. Turning against Baines and having the front to make him apologise for an honest assessment. It wasn't like he was saying something else. Um that, that's the straw that broke. I think that was the catalyst for the protests and, and for, for fans to really begin to stand up about what's going on. Definitely. You know? But things, like you say... It created it's, it's, more of a divide. There was, there yeah. was, you know, there is always divides amongst Evertonians with certain topics, but I think yeah. the views on Roberto from from the beginning of this month with that moment, the Baines apology, it is just snowballed. 100%. And it's snowballed into the protests. And it's brought, it's brought pro-Roberto fans into that snowball. They yeah. now can see things. I, I think a lot of people probably felt undermined by that, and I, 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 I honestly felt it, uh, it was very badly handled. And uh, yeah, you know, well, it was like a dictatorship. No, we know we're not to we know we're not to speak out. We know we don't speak out, even if things are going badly wrong, and everybody can see it. It was like that, wasn't it? No freedom of speech. Well, that, I think what he needs to realise is not everyone puts a positive spin on everything, and no. you know, these players have been maybe some of them being at Everton a lot longer than than the manager has and a lot yeah. of them have maybe supported Everton for, for many other years and he was just honest in his assessment yeah. and as one of your more well respected members of the squad 
those opinions are, are, um, are you know are well thought of amongst yeah. Evertonians see where he, where he instantly lost credibility before anything else was that he didn't pull Lukaku up on openly stating he wanted to play for a Champions League team mm. whilst away with Belgium which is what they all seem to do but it's like you know they're both entitled to say that but although Lukaku hates a little bit more but it, you know he didn't say nothing about Lukaku that Lane Baines isn't a Roberto Martinez signing so maybe yeah. it's easier well, I don't know don't know the guy but I'm yeah. thinking yeah. But Barry made quotes again, and people were saying, "When are you going to make him apologise?" So it was all a bit. Yeah, and he's a Roberto Martinez signing. You know, I just think. But the fact, you know, the fact that we're talking about that around that game, um, sums the game just up. typifies <laughs> that game and what's happened since, probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we we went to Wofford, and you know, they they're one of the teams who are. Yeah. around us in the league and the, the point probably done both sides no favours no I mean they, um, they're having a much better season than us compared to what their expectations are isn't it you know they've, they've well, done well I think that spell there Watford Palace and Southampton within a week yeah. we, we, a lot of us saw it as an opportunity not that the fact that we were expecting three wins but no. it was a real opportunity to sort of uh, drag ourselves out of the mire maybe the bottom half and oh, at least get, cheer ourselves up yeah get back to 10th or 9th and cheer ourselves up yeah, before yeah. we went into a run of the derby and, and obviously the United two massive games but it wasn't to be we drew no. Watford we went to Palace on the Wednesday night again McCarthy was involved this time he got sent yeah. off uh, there was plenty of defending I thought we did defend well we Ad- did Adebayor had chances didn't he see yeah we did defend well at the risk of sounding never happy and I don't think I am ever happy was that that we defended well naturally because you're down to ten men. Uh, you normally, yeah. you natural. I think you think teams naturally just defend a lot better when they're down to ten men because there's a set game plan to that rather than eleven men and having any kind of emphasis on attacking. It's easy to set up base down with ten men, you know. Yeah. But we yeah. did do great. You got to give credit where it's due. Uh, Adebayor had a few chances, didn't he? But you know, not not really to. to to worry us but it was just going forwards yeah. it was like the game that confirmed that even the spark going forwards gone we can't even rely on scoring goals we're either scoring and conceding in equal measure or not you know and, and then not scoring at the other end and, and maybe leaking one at the other Definitely. that didn't make any sense did it <laughs> no but I think that, that those two games I mean we, we dropped a 14th at one point didn't we yeah but then those two points of Palace but, and Watford yeah. We bounced back up a couple of places, didn't we? Or th- even three places. Yeah, we were almost at the bottom of page one at one point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was getting on the ale, mate. Um, <laughs> then came the, the Southampton game, which um, there's probably a little more, more talk and points and yeah. probably a little bit more positivity. Um, he rung the changes for that, didn't he? He did. I thought... that I was really disappointed that day because I thought Kieran Dowell deserved the chance in that team and, and he played Leon Osman instead of playing who you know, well, shouldn't be here, uh, to be honest. And there's no logic in playing him anymore because that's, I don't want to get on Osman's back. I know a lot of people like him, but, you know, he's, he, for me, he should have been sold maybe seven years ago. But for him, I don't see the rhyme and reason. Dowell has, has absolutely owned that, his own, his own campaign for the under-21s, actually. Yeah. You know, he's done fantastic. I just thought, well, you may, maybe getting the sack here, you might as well go down learning a few things about your youngsters rather than players who, you know, going on a rant about Osman and stuff. But I, I thought could have just bled the youngsters. We ain't going down. But even like if, even starting over here, he's all right back and that. I know he's brought yeah. Pennington back now, but we played centre half the other day. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that maybe was a game too soon, and he thought, well, I'm going to play my fringe players, Oviedo, Gibson, Kone. I mean, Darren Gibson, God knows what he does for six months, and then he just turns up in the Everton midfield. It's just. Now we've got people 
people wanting him to get a year contract. I, I just don't get it. But, it, but not with Everton he would, he'll get that year contract yeah, you know what I mean he might play 8 games next season or something do you know what I, I, Darren Gibson it could be a hell of a player he could be, he could have been one of the best midfielders at Everton, but he's great. never going to make it Let, no. I think we all need to there's, accept that fact no the spells were in this, in this recent run of games oh Madrid have scored we're watching no. live disallowed as, uh, we're, watching we're just watching Real Madrid be Man City yeah, yeah. by we're, the way we're multitasking whoever said blokes can't do both was talking shit you're probably a woman we're not being ignorant (laughs) but uh, no um, but Connolly and Davis got got a game didn't they they came on second half and Davis looked a great player there was a lot of good things said about that obviously the result and game itself again a draw not much really to get excited about Funes Mori scored um, but Mane draw them level uh, drew Saints level and well, uh, I think what the telling thing about that game was Cumin's reaction at the end of it and Martinez's reaction at the end of it. You know, two managers with completely different expectations yeah. for the game. And that, that, that was a game where I'd love Cumin at Everton. I'm not Sammy Lane by all means, you know, but you can do without a midget and a Liverpool midget on the touch line. But I love the way Southampton play. They play with uh, three of them, don't they? But they also, they're hard to beat, break down and, and they, they also look dangerous on the break. Just... You know, there's a few players I'd have had a Southampton team and that I haven't seen Mane and stuff like that. Good I'd, players. I'd, I agree. I'd have, but the, it was, I'd to have be the manager. Honest, in the scheme of things, without wanting to look like I'm accepting all kinds of shite, it was probably a decent point because Southampton have looked really good lately, haven't they? You know. Yeah. It, 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 it was, you know, if if you would have got a win or maybe two from the Wofford and Palace games, you'd accept having, having a one-on-one yeah. against Southampton. But I think three draws in a week just, yeah. it just sums us up. The team just looked a bit flat, didn't it? It looked like, you know, like you say, most of the players you started who came in were players you wouldn't want to see in that team next season. Well, Oviedo is, is made of glass, isn't he? Osman's not one for the future. No. Gibson is, you know, is he putting himself in the window by playing him? Kone, don't get me started. I say the, <laughs> the only positives was another Funes Mori goal and, and Connolly and Davis yeah. scored him. But, um, I said earlier in the podcast before that Funes Mori is having a. It can be a Lascott type defender yeah. in, in opposing boxes for us. I yeah. think he gets his head on so many balls and, and he's around the danger zone. He's got like a, I'm not saying it, it's full, but it's a little striker's instinct he's got, hasn't he, for them situations. You know, it's a good finish as well. He's not fearful, is he? Put, no. to put himself in the way, put it that way. But um, one other thing from that game, Mark, that Kone overhead kick. I know, fantastic, wasn't it? That was how I went down in Stanley Park, then I fell over the pavement stone. It didn't look a lot different, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Do you know what though? I think everybody just laughed at that, didn't they? You know, if we'd have connected with that and got into the top bin, then you would have seen faints, not limbs, <laughs> in the Gladys Street. Bloody riots, eh? yeah, on the pitch. I just, I think, I just, I, we shouldn't, we shouldn't laugh at players trying for Everton, but Man no. Kone done that. Fucking hell! I think most people got off probably or went another point. That's just, it. I'm uh, off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sums it up. But um, yeah, well, so we've, we've we've whizzed through those three yeah. games because we you know we don't want people to switch off already. No, don't switch off. <laughs> there's loads to come. Uh, trust me, there's a lot more to come. So we had three successive draws um, after the United defeat at Old Trafford, which was the last time we recorded a podcast. Um, hardly, you know, those four yeah. results in themselves just. Uh, <sighs> I don't know, they left us just lifeless, didn't they? If we felt oh, terrible yes. after the United game, we didn't feel much better after those three draws, did we? No, absolutely not. 
Um, we haven't talked <laughs> for a long one. And then if we can whiz through this next bit even know, quicker, oh that would be ideal. It's um, it's hardly gonna boost our no. um, you know, our excitement talking about the next two games, but um, just to, to talk about the derby. Onto the derby next yeah. mark. Um, I think Everton Chainsaw Massacre comes into it. It was just yeah. an absolute free buffet. It was just. Um, we looked alright first 10 15 minutes. Thought, I, they always do it, Everton. What I think, Christ, we can have these here. We look great. Morales was having a go. All right, it, the shot was awful that he put in in the Anfield Road down. But um, we looked okay in possession. Didn't look like we were panicking. Then we looked decent going forward. I thought, you know, uh, Lennon was, was, was having yeah, a yeah. little impact. I thought, Christ, if these aren't up for it, we can maybe, we can maybe get busy. here. No. <laughs> no, we can get a, get a point at all. You can with a 1-0 defeat. Then, and then, as quickly as it opened, it was like someone had opened the hatch on a ship, yeah. and the water just started to come in. But the, we, thing, we the, the worrying thing for me was that um, Liverpool didn't even have to play that well. Um, I, th- I actually think Liverpool went easy on us. Yeah, I honestly Completely. think they didn't really have to get out of second gear. No. I mean, some of the goals were absolute gifts. I mean, especially the one just on half time. But I agree. We, to be honest, we settled down to our first yeah. beer and yeah. think to yourself, actually, we look all right here. We look half decent. We could really, you know, and like you could say, be surprise us for once. But yeah. it's it not like Origi should be winning that header at the far post with uh, with stones. And, you know, as, as soon as as soon as that goes in. The flood, the floodgates opened, yeah. and um, it was just, it was inevitable in the end that it was going to be a heavy scoreline. It was just a case of how many. But I, I think Joel Robles probably kept the score down. He did. Um, over forty shots on goal. Obviously the Funes Mori incident, and then yeah, it just added to our woes. And the sort of misplaced um, loyalty and the enthusiasm that you have for the badge. You do that after you score. Or yeah. you keep a clean sheet, or get a valuable point somewhere. It wasn't exactly a proud moment, was no, it? No, he's kind of misjudged that, I think. I like the guy, but he's just completely misjudged that moment. You know? Well, um, we had the storage and Coutinho goals as well in the second half. Yeah, and I think we ended up with McCarthy and Bezic at centre McCarthy and Bezic centre half. Stones, and went, Stones went off with stomach pain, Barry went off injured. Yeah. Pina ends up coming on. Coming on. Random. It's like, where's Wally? It's, it's just like random players saying, I mean, this has one season. It's like Gibson, though, isn't it? It's the same goes no. with him. I've never seen him all year. He just he ends up getting a, getting a game. And Pina has vanished as quickly as he arrived. You know, we haven't seen him since. Um, what sums it up there, I mean, I think we've probably spoken off about that game without yeah. reaching for we the got made it. <laughs> Um What sums it up was that the footage of Barkley coming off and oh, then. That- the way yeah. it pans to the kid crying in the in the, the away end and I just thought oh I my think the, God, the kid get any worse than no. this. The kid crying was replicated in Barkley's body language, no question. I think that could easily have been Ross Barkley, age fourteen, in the crowd crying that way. I think I can imagine him. It was heartbreaking, wasn't it? It was like Barkley was looking at him, going, "I know this." He was not looking at the kid, but he was. It was. He was on his face. Was I he know this isn't good enough? He didn't. It was almost like he wanted to walk to the fans. And just get in the crowd. Say, I'm sorry. And, yeah, like, and that was the impression he gave. You can tell his, you know, we've seen footage of what went on in the semi final at time. You can tell this lad's really maybe too sensitive for a, for a footballer. You know, yeah. He's not thick skinned. He's still he, very but... young and he, you know, the lad's earning a lot of money, but I think when he, when you hear him in an interview, you can see his his, uh, his immaturity, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. And um, he might be maturing as a man and as a footballer, but. In terms of yeah. personality, he's still quite could be a bit naive, sensitive, and uh, the way yet yeah, the way I, the 
the way football is and the he way Antonians like, are. You look like one of us walking off the pitch, gutted. Yeah. Because we're mad blues and you know, you want to do your best. And He's taken every every um, sigh and every boo and every personally. disapproving glance personally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's all aimed at him and it's, it's it, I, it was a sorry sight. I, 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 I mean, I, I would like to say I, I never feel sorry for someone who earns that amount of money, but I did feel sorry for Ross Barkley coming off at yeah. the derby and... I think that moment, that clip, just sums it up. Yeah. It just sums up being an Evertonian, I think, in, in recent a times. An absolute bit. Yeah, and I, I absolutely apologetic. Yeah, yeah. Effort, another apologetic effort at, at Anfield. And yeah. It just added to our woes, and it just, again, this month, there's there's not been any shining lights, really. Obviously, no, the only shining lights I've had to get me through is the whole madness. I'll be sacked on the Monday morning. Yeah. That's, I'll be strict. Every Monday, you have Maybe by first break they'll have got rid of him, and that's the only thing. And then, but no, then, then I'm working the next two hours. Then dinner break. So has he gone yet? Yeah. No, it's like that. Yeah. I've sort of lost interest in yeah. anything else. Kieran Dowell aside, I'm quite excited about it and yeah. some days, but that was it. You know, but you know, it's just fucking. just been far too much. It's just been far too much. I do feel like if, if we haven't had any kind of start to the season, we could quite easily have done a villa there. I think I, I think so. You know, without without some of the away form, yeah. the earlier results, Lukaku's goals, we'd we'd be. I know it's a big if, but we'd be in a, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, totally agree. And um, I just I don't know. The day after that derby, I was just I, I wrote our chances off at Wembley, and maybe I shouldn't have done, but because second half at Wembley we were, we were good, but I I just wrote oh, any hope off, and I sat there feeling sick on the Thursday. Yeah. To be honest. Um, I did. You, you sort of don't want anything to do with it. You love your club, and it's a natural instinct to want to find out. But you, you said, "Fuck it." No, all they're doing is causing me pain and misery. Party, yeah, you know, party. So and I'm just thinking, when's this ever going to change? When's the theme going to change? Then, um, obviously, it's all the fallout from the derby, and it's yeah. unacceptable. Sack him now. Some people are saying, "You were never going to sack him after the derby with Wembley on the Saturday." Um, I was one of them desperate for him to go yeah. before that. I thought it would give us a huge boost. But Saturday um, at Wembley, yeah. Um, again, I mean, I if, they, if Wednesday night sucked the life out of us, then you know that last yeah. minute in, at, at Wembley. They all, uh, people will take heart from our second half performance, but uh, I, I thought the second half performance, well, without that again, miserable. I thought the players took it upon themselves more than anything, because in the first half, I thought that showed Everton under a bit of man as we were. No, there wasn't. The Lukaku had a chance where he went through, didn't he? An awful first touch. Yeah, yeah the goal. But I just thought that it was lifeless. That United, if anyone, United were much better than us. But if anyone was going to score, it was going to be them. Yeah. Just thought for the FA Cup semi-final to turn up like that, not lay a glove on United. I'm not, and I know they've beaten us twice in the league this season. But I'm not a great United team. Someone who you'd Leicester City would certainly fancy playing. You know. The, so that's the way. If you look at the approach to the game at Old Trafford the other day when they got a point, you know it was miles apart from the way we played. I think uh, it, it was tough to watch, and I thought it's only going to go one way. Yeah, we did see a reaction second half. We we missed a penalty, but then we got ourselves back into it. Yeah. Um, and then we were the, we were largely I, the I better side. Credit, I thought we'd done great to to yeah. come back in after the penalty miss. Was, was, but I think, oh, Mark, Athens, I think that passage of play with Martial scoring a winner, that's what we're susceptible for. So we might look, oh, actually, this is what Everton are capable of going forward, getting themselves back into the game, looking like there's only going to be one team winning. 
to then conceding in the 90-whatever minute and just capitulating again. So it's, so all anything good about it translates into nothing because we can't defend. And mm. we're suicidally high up the pitch when we go for it. Yeah. I actually thought if we'd have got to extra time, we had a great chance of winning it in extra time. But yeah. Dallafoe was getting on the ball running and he was causing a bit of trouble. And, and it would have been a real stall. opportunity, wouldn't it, against yeah. Crystal Palace there for so oh, away. Well, it would have been a huge opportunity. And it just it makes it, you know, if you get into the final and you're gonna you're facing Liverpool or City or someone like that, yeah, you think, oh, so like, you know, yeah, we we somebody would tell we would have got beaten in the final anyway. But looking at that, there it was going to be Watford or Palace. Yeah, oh, you know, I just you, know, you just think again, it's within touching distance though. Again, isn't it? Again, 21, 22 years now and. Touching distance just doesn't cut it anymore, does it? There's people out out there, I can't believe, who, who consider it an achievement to get to a semi-final and finals, you know, semi-finals. It's, you might as well get knocked out in the third round for me if you're going to go out in the semi-final. Yeah. It means nothing. It's not an achievement, is it? It's, no. It's, people, people will point the finger and say, well, you know, never mind the league, the league form this season, he has yeah. got us to two semi-finals, but... I'd rather him get us to two finals. I'd rather him get us to two finals and win one of them or win the both of them. Yeah. And you know, then well, I would then I, then I would maybe accept the fact that we're finished in the bottom half for the second year on the run. But I still I still can't get my head around that. Last year, Europa League, I, I was prepared to write it off to the domestic yeah. campaign and say, yeah, okay, yeah. you know, we've had a go in Europe, albeit you know we came to a crashing end. But this season, for me, no excuses at all. No excuses whatsoever. And it's you know, it's just been piss poor management uh, from from Martinez. It's the players have not bought into whatever he's trying to do. They haven't. The tempo of the play. It's not just that, Mark. It's the results are bad. It's it's the absolute stinking on their ass performances. There's no life. There's no character. There's no. We let teams put the pipe and slippers on before they start knocking it about. We're like, no, there seems to be no fitness. There's no no players blowing. Still yeah. blowing. And what are we now in with Meg? Yeah. You know. It's been staggering what's going on. I can't believe more. Just think, I don't know. I, you, you can't almost expect more players to speak out about it because we have been that bad. Mid, midfielders yeah, chasing shadows. Midfielders knackered after 20 minutes, yeah. right? Even though there's about six midfielders on the Niasi, right, what's happened with Niasi? I get these apologies telling me he's not fit. Well, I said, well, why hasn't he played in the under 21 game then? You're paying 30 million quid for a player here. He's got rid of Naismith. It wasn't one of my favourites, but he's got rid of a first team player who would have played on. Yeah. Got rid of him to make way for someone who, who still isn't fit after four months of being here. He, so, as a, well, Stephen Naismith would have played wherever you wanted to play and he would have ran his ass off every single game, which he did for everyone. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't everyone's cup of tea, he was not by no means a glamour player, but he would have ran his ass off. I agree. And he sold him. He bought a combination of this, beautiful. Yorkshire next week. <laughs> they, bought him, they bought this lad in. Well, anyway, he's a he's a he's a point for eight. And Is he further down? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, the ass. You're you're the uh, you're the topic in yourself. He's lad. getting called out with West Ham Central. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting called well and truly out. Thirteen million. Um, anyway, Think so got, yeah. it was again more hearty. The, f- the footage of Jagielka at, at half time oh, goes yeah. back to the Ross Barkley the, uh, discussion. Um, yeah. We we did improve second half, but Mark that Sunday, I I felt I I felt lost I with, with football I honestly. Did. Yeah. To be honest, a couple of weeks has passed since then. Well, not 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 quite two weeks. Yeah. But, you know I've calmed down a lot, but 
I just I felt mean, anyone who lost that semi-final at Palace Watford for me is a bit of a sadist. I couldn't even yeah. face that game. Well, I didn't want to know it. You know, I buried myself in Italian football or so. You know, I could still watch. Yeah. But it was like I'm not watching the team we should have been playing or, or you know anything to do with that cup competition. I just I, I was brewing on it and I've I've, I've been. I've been unwell and off sick, so yeah. I've had a lot more time to think and stuff. But um, and then I watched them on Saturday, which will come to the Bournemouth game as yeah. well. And I have calmed down an awful lot. None of my views have changed, but no. I have just tried to calm myself down. You think. do find yourself bringing it in yeah. because it affects everything else. Then, I, that's what it? I thought to myself. I thought you can't go on like this, getting depressed and and you know throwing all your toys out the pram and not yeah. wanting to speak to anyone and not wanting to go on social media like a big kid you know what I mean but yeah. that's what Everton do to me and I felt on that Sunday I felt like just at sea with yeah. all of it I was like they're not going to sack them you're not going to change our fans mentality we're never going to win it and that's it and exactly. I'm just going to have to keep keep getting used to these disappointments but it's, it's those disappointments that just drive me away yeah. honestly completely agree I, I tweeted that uh, that's it well done Evan you, you've just by not sacking him and not, not even addressing nothing not even backing him nothing nothing out the club no respect whatsoever for, for the clear alright albeit on social media I'm not sure you know if that extends to everyone but it should do the clear hysteria amongst the fan base at the moment they haven't attempted to, to not even if they're backing the guy they've yeah. done nothing as ever, the silence is deafening. Yeah. Isn't it? Ridiculous. And uh, after the, the United game, people were saying, oh, well, there'll be an announcement. Some of people were saying on the Sunday he's being sacked and you'll find out soon. It's just a case of uh, when, not if, yeah. it's done. Nothing. And so many people ten, saying. Ten days later, we're sitting here and we, don't, we know nothing more yeah. about the manager's position. He's had a press conference. Yeah, we've won a game, but then we've had a sit-in protest. Yeah, we've yeah. had all the we've had all the press. I think you got one question it. asked about his future. Yeah, one. Now this has got to stop. The, you know the echo and all that. They just know no shame in in holding back, do they? They don't care. They're well in with the club. Prentice has got one on yachts with fucking uh, Ken Wright and everyone, or you know whatever. I'm just making stuff <laughs> up he? now. But there's pictures of him. There's pictures of him sitting next to Ken Wright watching something. You can tell he's up his ass. So it's like. You know, I'm just shooting, uh, and I'm just shooting ducks in a barrel. But I, to be fair, Mark, I think since since that the um, the Baines quotes thing, the tide has slightly changed with um, yeah, the Liverpool echo. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm 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 as big a critic as you are about them, but I I feel that they have that some of their reporting has now changed, and they have started to question a lot more. They're also reporting about rumours who could potentially replace Martinez yeah, yeah. I don't think we would have seen this a while ago but I think Everton and Martinez called the echo out yeah. and said the sort of Baines was misquoted well he yeah. wasn't they asked him I think in the tunnel after the United yeah. game yeah. and he gave them quotes they printed the quotes and that was that the echo of sort of being caught in the crossfire with it honest that's my honest opinion and I think that they were just doing the job for once <laughs> and they've done it and Everton it doesn't sit well with Everton no. and I don't know whether that's well, a strange relationship between the club and the Echo maybe that because it's always been arranged that the club are in yeah, the Echo I, are in their I pockets I think it, I, I've seen it I've seen it myself a, a, a change in mentality with some of them journals on Twitter as well what they're saying yeah yeah you'll always get the lobbies who are on the, on the freebies and, and on Ken Wright's payroll or whatever yeah yeah um, but I, I honestly do 
believe you won't you won't get me saying this a lot that, that the echo have, have slightly sort of changed their report yeah, on an outlook. I hope since. so. But I still think they could do a little bit more. You know, this it's atrocious. Oh, of course, know. yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. that all's forgotten. Yeah. And uh, everything's rosy in the garden, but no, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm talking with pressure on Martinez. It shouldn't be pressure, it should be two breeze blocks tied to his ankles. <laughs> Joking, but do you get what I'm saying? There's no way he should still be there. Well, after that, United game, Mark. Yeah. As I say, that week was a dark week for a lot of Evertonians, yeah. but I would say not all Evertonians, but I would say a lot of us probably thought there might be a bit of a, a bit of light at the end of this gloom by him actually getting sacked or yeah. walking away and saying, look, we're going to put someone in charge at the end of the season and then we're going to look to recruit a manager we're going to draw up a shortlist and that's it and then I would then feel like a weight has been lifted yeah. Martinez can get on with his life we can all get on with our lives yeah. but it simply hasn't happened and no. then the press conference people were going on rumours about there's going to be a press conference here about his job it's going to get announced then the next thing he's there 9 o'clock Finch Farm Thursday morning alright Roberto uh, so you know what about these plan protests what about your, your, you know, your home form and this and that? And he's gone. You know, I think we're developing every season. I think you know, Quite clearly going on backwards. the protest. Football is nothing without passion. We understand our fans. Our fans make us what we are. You know, it's a testament to the club. I just all this, all this political bollocks. Yeah. Two or three questions from I think two different journals. I think most, the, most of them probably thought that he, he would have been sacked by now. Yeah. Next thing, team news. We're all here, go to some park. It's like Paul Mason, he clips his jobs. fingers and then everything's all right again. And in that interview, Paul yeah. Mason said, You think there's something all kinds wrong? And then he said something, and then it's true. You, then you just maybe even bamboozles journalists who maybe should be a lot more hell bent on nailing them, but they're not. It just he just bamboozles people. He's maybe maybe like Paul McKenna. Who was it? <laughs> Robbie L. Even Robbie L. in midweek said, uh, You know, Martinez, if he was a weatherman. He, 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 he'd be telling you that it's sunny all the time even though it's lashing down yeah, now yeah. you use that analogy all the time yeah. what you're saying um, but I, Robbie yeah. Earl, I caught Robbie Earl saying that on some dodgy stream the other day um, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Campbell and Andy Inchcliffe are on Sky Sports saying they think he's going to leave and he'll be replaced there's been so many different pundits former players journalists yeah. now I think now Kale as well has hinted as yeah. well Probably Twitter. seeing through Roberto Martinez, yeah. And we're not, I'm not for one minute saying he's a horrible man, he's a, he's a snag no, or like, whatever. But I think, I think there's a lot, there's a lot when people call him a fraud, I think there is a, a lot of a, a lot of fakeness about what he says and yeah. does, a lot of a lot of papering over the cracks and you know, positivity. When in reality, we want realism, yeah, truth, and honesty, yeah, because because otherwise, it looks like you haven't got a handle on what's going on, yeah. You know, if you're constantly saying things are great or things are better or things are we're improving year on year despite us quite clearly slipping down that league table year on year, then you lose credibility completely because people think, does he, he either knows what's going on and he's denying it or he has no idea at all. Yeah. Which is, makes it ten times more frightening to have him in charge. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think the, these are the things like, it's like a... a, a, a when you go on Twitter, it's like what I envisage, like a globe of just constant questioning, rumours, spe- uh, spe- yeah. speculation, um, and, and confusion, and no one's sort of shedding any light on it. No. There's no fa- fan liaison. There's, 
you know, there's the Darren Tavies with communications or whatever, Darren Griffiths and that, they don't want to know. No one from the club is answering any questions. The fans for them are too close, oh. to, close to the club to answer them. So what it's left to the likes of people going on Collymore, people going on Five Live, people sitting in front rooms yeah. like we are. <laughs> Again, yeah. it is though, isn't it's it? Like it's, it's always the malaise of, of Evertonians just fucking... Just put us out of Putting their heads together yeah. and going, well, what's going to happen? And then you, people are asking other people who have equally no idea what's going on. Yeah. And, and people are almost begging for answers. The amount of Evertonians who've refreshed Twitter and gone... Has he gone yet? Has he gone yet? Has he gone yet? You know, I could quite clearly... Or what have you heard? Or what have you it, heard? It's sort of scratching around looking for any information that he's on his way. The amount of people who've said to me, I've heard he's gone. I've, yeah. I've heard I've, he's gone. I've heard he's gone. And over. I'm like, what? Well, yeah. well, you know, everyone's been saying that for the past 10 days and I, ju- I just don't know what, I, I honestly don't know what the club are thinking. Yeah. Um, they, must, they know this is going on. They, 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 they mean, can't be blind to the fact that half of social media is having a meltdown yeah and I'm not having it where people are saying well you know it's only social people media. on Twitter who, who want him gone because the people I speak to in work and on the street yeah there's thousands here. of Evertonians who now want him gone and I'm not saying all Evertonians want him gone but yeah. I, and people pe- people will come to that protest as well yeah people say oh, there's only a few a few people at the protest but I think I think that there's it, there's a lot of people who, who are disgusted with him now and have their eyes have been opened yeah. to, to Everton and how poor we are. But the thing is, Mark, we've been talking about this for, for more than a month. Easy. For more, probably 18 months on and off. I remember the Stoke and Arsenal game that yeah. week and you, and you and a lot of other fans lost their heads and was like, he's got to go, he's got yeah. to go. But last season, I was prepared to give him till the end of the season because of the European involvement. Yeah. But you lost your head and we're talking... 13, 14 months ago, man. Easily. I've changed jobs since then. I wish he had. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, don't. You just. It's just gone on and on and on and on. We've been allowed to drift down. We've been allowed to watch piss poor performances. He's wrecked an entire home season. Let's have it right. Mm. The amount of times the Blues have gone home pissed off, angry, yeah. fed up. Cat, how many cats have got boosted this season? Must be off the scale. <laughs> or off the tail. <laughs> but, uh, no, um. It's just been allowed to go on for far too long, and and this month, despite the bath overflowing and the water coming through the fucking floorboards, the club <laughs> still haven't called the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't turn that bath off. That's, <laughs> that sums it up. I'll go get the mop. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we were going to come to Martinez in a minute, but we've just. Talk wipe the floor. That's not, he's pissed me right off. Um, <laughs> but the Bournemouth game, the most recent yeah. game, uh, we, we, you know, let's 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 be honest. A little bit of positivity there, Mark. We yeah. did say that we're not going to have all this negativity. <laughs> to be honest, we won. We won Saturday, and we won at Goodison. It hasn't happened often this no, season. I, I that was predict, our fifth win. Predicted it on Sky Sports Super Six, and about ten people tweeted me, going, "You picked it a home win." I said, I'm still desperadled up from last night. That's the only reason I went for it. So, uh, so maybe I should get on the air a lot, a lot more, I'm afraid. So going yeah. into the game, um, Umar Nias gets a start. <laughs> it was a good job I was still pissed, to be honest, to watch him. Nias started. Oh, God. Uh, Howard returned. Now, yeah. to be fair, I could see why Tim Howard's been given the last two home games. I don't know whether Everton have beaten the 
the life out of me lately, but I just wasn't asked that he was in yeah, goal. I, 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 I kind of get it, he's going. Yeah, I'd, I think he's nearing 400 appearances, isn't he? I think possibly the Norwich game will be the 400th one or something so like that. Fair, you know, fair play, you know, we've... we've We've sat here, we've sat here, yeah, let's not bitch about him, Howard, fair play, come yeah. back into the side, um, and you know, rightly so, he's going he's gonna to go out yeah. on a high side, play, playing for Everton, which he has done for a number of years, so fair enough. Matthew Pennington started the yeah. back with uh, young John Stones, like um, and he, he, he done well, didn't he, to well, be honest? Yeah, he very did. composed on the ball, I think he got Coventry City Player of the Year, or Young Player of the Year, when he was there last season, you can see, yeah. he's a good player, he's almost... A lot more like Jags, isn't he? When yeah. Jags, that type of player, you know, composed on the ball, doesn't panic, gets into good positions. That thought, I thought he'd done great. Yeah. Definitely one for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think Galloway's been injured. I was going to say, I don't know what's happened to Galloway, Browning, and yeah. Mason, I don't know what's going on with this Mason Holgate, but I think Galloway's been injured, to be fair, even though he's meant to be as a, he's meant to be a centre-half, isn't he? Yeah. But Pennington came in, because there's no one else. There's no one else there, is there? Um, no. Barry's injured. Morris um, kissing um, badges. Obviously, <laughs> he's still suspended. Um, yeah. Jack Yelker has aggravated that injury. Fair play to Phil Jack Yelker for playing through the pain. Yeah. In uh, the semi-final, by the way. Absolutely. Because he was he had no right to play, did he? To be honest, no. in terms of fitness. So he's out. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of us probably thought Tony Abbott was maybe going to get a start centre half, um, but. That was just a bit ridiculous, all that, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know whether it was a piss take or it was just Evertonians being Evertonians. The, the, the worship was, was frankly ridiculous. But the thing is, I don't, I don't get why. I get Tony that's a good servant, but he's always been a limited right-back. But I don't know. get why is he he's... starting, why is he starting more Bezic right-back than if Ibert's fit to play. Because Ibert's a right-back, isn't he? And he'll throw a tackle in. I know you'd probably say he's past it and you're critical, but... But he is a right-back. Yeah, Mo Bezic isn't a right-back, though, is he? No, so he's Why play him and then take him off for half-time? Unless he got injured as well. Oh, but Bassett's did look pretty poor, to be honest. But he's out of position, so... Yeah. I know it carried on his poor form against... Uh, I can't remember at home... Uh, Arsenal at home, he had yeah. a nightmare, didn't he? But it's not going to do his confidence any good, is it? Sticking him out of position. You know, well, but then damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. There's probably a million people who cheer it to a hip and started, including me. Yeah, <laughs> this, but uh, you know, another one um, was from that <laughs> Baines played his 500th league game. Yeah, uh, Premier League game, um, which was a, an excellent milestone. And yeah, ironically that he ended up going on to get the winner. But before that, it was a lively yeah. start, wasn't it? Tom cleverly scored on seven minutes and it was a yeah. good goal wasn't it very good goal it was something we probably don't see enough from Tom Cleverley he's got that in his locker and we knew that cause when he scored against Villa for, for us last season uh, against us even sorry um, nice nice footwork on the edge of the box and it was like uh, Stephen Nathan's goal against Chelsea earlier on in the season yeah. it reminded me really good finish yeah. left foot as well then uh, in typical fashion oh. um, went up the other end and it, to be fair it was a foul on Pennington oh, all day I couldn't believe it. I was in front of it, and it was the clearest push you will ever see on him. And yeah, Langsman looked right at it and didn't give it. He, you know, and he then got assaulted after it. It was blatant, and uh, it was yeah. a scrappy goal to give away, oh, but it was it was a blatant fun. foul. But um, we, yeah. when that went in, we probably thought, oh, it's same old, same old. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, to be honest, it, there wasn't an awful lot to shout about the rest of the game. But there was chances. Both sides had half a chance here and there. Yeah. Second half, Hibbert came on. Um, I thought the winner from Baines was was a classic classic goal. Great goal. When yeah. you look at the build up, Tony Hibbert won it, didn't he? Yeah. With a Hibbert esque tackle, and then there was a few uh, 
neat passes. And I was glad that Barkley had a, a major role to play in it, to be honest. Yeah, nice fly through, wasn't it? I think yeah. to Lennon. Yeah, eventually, then, well, Barkley saw the ball twice, yeah. didn't he? With a 1 2. Yeah. Fed it wide to Lennon on the right, and then his ball across was so inviting. Superb. Just uh, and Baines has finished at the far post. Yeah. It's clinical, you'd expect him to finish from there. To Leighton be Baines' his first outfield goal for three years, apparently. That is stunning. I haven't even wrote that one down. I, I read that. I couldn't day. even tell you that was against. No, no. But, um, like you say, three kicks and penalties have been, have been pretty much it for Baines. Well, that's it, yeah. I thought his celebration said a lot. It, it, it was almost like, we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got from his. It wasn't over elaborate, it wasn't mad. Or is that just because he's that oh. cool? He just gives a thumbs up to the Bradley's Maybe, yeah. Go and get the guitar, Leighton. Go and get the guitar. Go and get the guitar. <laughs> Look at my hair. Yeah, maybe a bit of both. But it, it looked almost like a consolation goal. It was that, so it was that type of celebration, wasn't it? But I thought, you know... Really good finish, though. Yeah. It, was, it was just nice to win, wasn't it? Yeah. It was nice, nice to, to win. Pennington was a positive. Nias got a run out. Hibbert came back. Stones, I thought, was impressive. Yeah. I think Stones, especially the second half of the semi-final... He dragged Everton forward. Yeah, excellent. And, and he's looked back to his, I would his say, old, his, his old self. Yeah, he's only right, a kid. A lot more like, yeah, yeah, that's how good he is that we have a fear him back like that. You know, definitely. But he's, you're right, he's been, he's been pivotal, really. Yeah, he's been and I, I thought he was he was good against Saturday. No doubt, um, probably against um, against Leicester on Saturday. Yeah. So, Funes Mori will come back in. But to be honest... I would, I would be glad to see Pennington get another start. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Leicester are not going to be... They're going to well, be still pissed, aren't they? Jimmy Barney's having a party, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, but, uh, they're not going to be... Uh, they're not going to be... They're not going to be overly concerned, are they? Yeah. No, of course. Don't get not. me wrong, they'll still want to finish Eighth. on a high ball. Unreal achievement, by the way. It's just uh, that incredible. It, no, well, we need yeah. to come to Leicester as well, Definitely. once you've put the kettle on. Um, but yeah it was a nice win um, obviously it doesn't really take us anywhere in the league but no. it gives us probably a bit of touching touch distance and hope the fact that if we do win our last three games we might might yeah. finish in a more respectable finish which finishing the top half would be more totally. respectable in itself wouldn't it yeah we just uh, yeah but it's like bittersweet isn't it you know we think it would be respectable but it's just ultimately been an awful season and I'm losing interest as to where we're going to finish, to be honest. Right, well, before you go on another rampage, <laughs> right, uh, we're going to stop and have a cup of tea because I'm spitting feathers here. <laughs> and, um, we'll, 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 come to, um, we'll come to Leicester in a minute, but we need to really have a little chat about uh, Roberto and a bit yeah. more depth, just about the protests, uh, a few other things that are going on. And then there's uh, a lot of other any other business to finish off with with quite a lot of random stuff oh, so yeah like a roller coaster of news there isn't it Huge. we are getting professional well, aren't we? we're like a pure magazine now we'll do the one show we'll have the FA Cup draw on next we cover about <laughs> 12 games <laughs> and all the other stuff that goes with it but to be honest I think it shows how much happens when you're an Evertonian how much news and, and, and sort of views and stuff that goes on this is just like three weeks worth of content yeah, I mean, it's, it's never ending the yeah. ice bit is the tip of the iceberg, isn't it? I think if, I mean, if we didn't have lives, we got together every week, we'd not have enough to talk about, <laughs> would we? No, give it three weeks, and you look, you're looking at, you're looking at reams of Everton news, none of it good. <laughs> so we'll be back in a minute when Mayor Mark's got the bruising and hopefully some biscuits, and then uh, we'll cover the rest of the items on the agenda. Right. See you in a minute. See you in a bit.
Hello and welcome back to the Everton Fan Focus podcast. Um, we've had our cup of tea. Yeah. Some Jaffa cakes. Some Jaffa cakes on a lion bar. It's, it's like Alan Myers' tea party all over again. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk now about. Well, I wanted to ask you about the protest, Mark, because I didn't. I, I wasn't there, yeah. Saturday, um, But I wanted to get your opinion on that because you were there. And um, we've already spoken about Martinez, but I think maybe just expand on our views about yeah. it rather than just rant about the season, just give our personal views on what should happen next. Absolutely. Well, for a start, I want to get out of the... I thought the process was... I'm not talking about the car park. I don't even know what happened to the car park, to be honest with you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I think he just got asked, but the protest at Indergrad, I thought, was extremely well organized. I thought it was... It was it was respectful. It was um, well done, and I thought and I, it was the right way to do a protest like that. And I thought, uh, all right, a lot of people got off. I'm not entirely sure all of them are happy with the way things are going. But maybe lacked a bit. Of, I think you need a little bit of courage to do something like that as well, or, or have something. Couldn't in. wait to get to the pub. You know, like, yeah, you've got to be in that. You know, like me, who probably loves ranting too much. Then. then that's no problem, but it's like, you know, yeah, couldn't wait to get the pub, not happy, but... Or maybe couldn't wait to get home, because they've got to travel. Spot so on, you don't the know in the Exactly, air. yeah, but I thought the protest went well. What I thought it was active with class, which, okay, if I can have a little rant, was, was far more than the club showed. Blasting the music out, uh, so to, to drown out the fans' protests, is, is more of something you would associate with, sort of, you know, a dictatorship rather than a football club. Well, didn't Bill um, Kenwright once say every every fan has a right to protest? Yeah, and I, I didn't once see in that sentence, including the words, but we will turn the tally up no matter what. You know, and also it was what they were putting on the tally. They were playing Kendall's uh, funeral song uh, and, and Everton-related songs, you know, that, that acted more of a, a piss take, to be honest, rather than, you know, turned the volume right up, stewards got snotty with fans, go home and all this and stuff like that. But no, everyone stood their ground. I was there for an hour, but there was people who were there for a lot longer than I was. Uh, but it was, I thought it was, for an Everton protest, I thought it was quite good, to be honest. The, yeah. the turnout. A lot of people stayed. Not, not enough for me, but a lot, you know, yeah. Well, it definitely, it definitely got into the, uh, the spotlight, and I think yeah. that was the aim of it. Um, Absolutely. From, shall we say, an outsider point of view, um, it was Everton, aren't we, on Twitter, that, yeah. that sort of insinuated the argument... Uh, the, the protest, but to be honest, there's been a lot of ill feeling and people wanting to probably do something, yeah, make a statement. Just needed a little catalyst, yeah. And uh, I, I thought, um, as I say, I wasn't there myself, I couldn't make the game, but I thought it was very 
it was well well run in the fact that it was agreed that nothing would happen during the game to yeah. affect what happens on the pitch, exactly. which in itself is respectful. You lose credibility with the people who are yeah. against the protest. And probably would have caused a lot of disharmony in the ground amongst fans. So it was their choice to stay behind. They weren't telling people that they had to stay behind no. with them. They stood with the banners, they sung the songs, they stood the ground, they got their message across. Yeah, I think probably people involved probably would have wanted more people to stay. Yeah. There's probably a numerous reasons why people didn't get involved. A lot, a lot of people I've heard say it's not the Everton way and it's embarrassing no, and things like that. For me, that's like just acceptance though. We need to be better than that. To me, I mean. yeah, to me, where it says it's embarrassing or you don't represent me, I think the fans involved, I mean, I'm not speaking for them, but the fans involved, well, you were involved, so I'm not speaking for you. Yeah, yeah. The perception, my perception is... None of you guys are saying we represent the Everton fan base. We're just saying we represent ourselves. We're, we're disgruntled. We're, we're disheartened yeah. with what's happening. Yeah. And we want to make it, make some noise about this. You know what's going on with this what, manager and this wrong, club. Yeah. What's wrong with wanting better? I don't get it. I just don't get the the, the whole. You know, we're entitled to, to protest, and we weren't disrupting anything because the game finished. You know, it was it was fine. To, you know, to do it in that way, just don't get why people got so upset about it. But it's not, there's nothing. Well, if, if I was at that game, um, I no one, you know, no one's advising me what to do. But personal choice, I probably would. I would have stood there at the yeah. end, and um, you know, you know, basically show my disapproval with my feet by standing there. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying shouting at the manager abuse, which the protest didn't. They sung songs. Yeah. But after it, like the the, the video clip of it in the car park. Where Martinez was like mafia style, hushed into a car and driven away. I think that was a bit. It was blown out of um, proportion. I think people are saying the naysayers have grabbed onto. Yeah, people. It doesn't deserve abuse, which I would not call that abuse. But yeah, I would say he probably doesn't deserve to be shouted at. Maybe I don't know if he was with his family or whoever he's with. I I I I didn't like to see it get to that point. But for me, the only people to blame that it's got to this point the board. is the board. I thought I completely hung him out to dry. Now, it's even got me feeling sorry for the guy. He's wrecked the, the whole season. But tell, tell us, right, tell, yeah. tell us, sorry Mark, yeah. tell us whether we're going to review the manager's position at the end of the season. Yeah. Whether, no, we've fully backed Roberto and he's staying in a job. Yeah. Or sack him. Do something, just don't do nothing. Because this, yeah. this will happen against Norwich. This will happen throughout the summer. People will be more and more vocal. I'm not saying they'll have matches to protest that, but the banners were creeped in at the beginning of April. Yeah. The protests have creeped in. The press are turning. The rumours are turning. Exactly. And where's it going to go? There's, There's only, only one group of people who can alleviate that alleviate that, this situation. It's and like that is the Everton board. It's balloon that won't pop, and eventually it will. It's the Everton board, and... All too often do they sit in their ivory tower in London, wherever they are. This goes for Farhad Mashiri as well. He's part yeah. of it now. He's not in. Um, he hasn't impressed me at all. I hope he does in the summer, but yeah, as of yet. G- give us nothing. some. Give us some clarification. Give us some clarification because it's got to the point now where every single press conference Martinez has given, the yeah. fans, the fans are absolutely laughing their heads off at it. Yeah. Shaking the head to it. He's almost become a joke figure now. Yeah, it, it is though, isn't it? It's yeah. like no one will take the man seriously. No. And with all due respect, something needs to be done about it before this turns nasty. And yeah. I thought on Saturday was the first signs of it turning nasty. Yeah. In that car park, some of the things that are being said or whatever. And, 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 and man has got, got ushered out the front, down the sort of paddock side, out of the back of the ground. You know. So, I mean, 
I'm not sure that was the best thing, but but he certainly seen the protest that, that was going on. You know, maybe he's maybe he's, he's being a little bit stubborn, which we all know he's, he's got that and or defiant in walking out that way. Yeah. Because uh, I think a lot of managers would have shut the back door on that one. But uh, and, and, you know. and again, again, I'm, I'm not saying to speak for anyone involved, but I, my opinion is I'm not having it where people are saying, "Oh, those hundred people who stayed behind to protest," or those people who are filling in polls on Twitter or Toffee Web or something. Uh, the minority. I, I, every single Evertonian I speak to at the moment, yeah, and I don't mean on Twitter, yeah, on the street, in my family, friends, at work, they yeah. all want this manager gone, on the all want clarification from the club, yeah, they want answers, and we just don't get them. And then you've got the front of the club asking for season tickets to be bought and making up phony rumours that the 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 demand is hot. You know, it absolutely. The website crashed last night. Oh yeah, because the demand's raging. I think I seen a tumbleweed across the fucking yeah. box office there today. Absolutely embarrassing. No one at the box office at all was there in that picture that was posted on Twitter. I know that you know could be taken in isolation, but you know we're not exactly giving the impression that the things are on the up. Things aren't on the up. Mm. Things couldn't be lower, could they? Let's face it. And the club the propaganda room. again, like like with the protest photos. Good job we had so much social media going around with different. Fan views and phones taken with with photos because they showed the true amount of the protest. Ken Wright's made to the media, I, for me, tried to paint it as a very small number. They point. Well, there was a, a picture. There was a picture at ten past six. Ebb. Yeah. Why didn't it show at ten past five? Yeah. You know, it's it's all it's all propaganda goals. I'll tell you, got nothing on this lot. Nothing. Magnificent seven. Well, I I honestly think like um, <laughs> there's been comments like from Kevin Ratcliffe. He yeah. said like uh, it's 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 what is it? It's mimicking it's mimicking other clubs and fair enough. Oh, I, 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 I get where some Evertonians say it's not our way. Flying planes is embarrassing and what have you, or you know it's certain behaviour or it's it's copying yeah, yeah. other people. But the thing is, there's that much acceptance in Everton. When does it stop? When do people actually say, "Well, I'm gone. I want to do something about it." Yeah, rather yeah. than sitting when on my laptop on Twitter. Hashtag and stuff. I'm actually gonna go and protest with my feet, or protest with my wallet by staying away. Yeah. Or actually hold up a banner, or, or actually say something. Do something. There seems to be no honesty in it, and it's all too nicey nice. Yeah, and there's far too many fans enabling it by saying nothing and having zero emotion attached to it. They'll think I'm a lot of people. What I know, a lot of people certainly in work think, all oh, this is gonna go away. They think with. But all right, we'll get the season over with. It's been a nightmare, but let's forget it. Let's not think about what's gone on in the last three years, two years even. Um, and, and in the summer, we'll sign Aguero or someone like that, and it'll be all great again. And, you know, we'll all be Bobby's army. I went, what this conversation I had today, I wanted to spontaneously combust there and then. It was like, what the hell? I wish I, I almost wish I lived in their world so I didn't have to feel this pain. Or yeah. this anger, or this indifference. I wish I could just go about it. Ignorance is bliss. But I don't know what it takes for certain Evertonians. I think it would take Ken Wright to bulldoze down the Gladys Street in a Liverpool draped JCB for them to even acknowledge something. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what. You can say the Ken Wright effect over 20 years or whatever, nearly, has done a marvellous job on some of these fans. I, I just. I don't get it. You care about your club, but you don't want to see them do better. In fact, you're choosing to criticise fans who want better. What does that make you then? If you're if you're having a go at people who want better for your club, yeah, you know, I, I, it's I, like I, someone caring for your mum and you're having a go at them, saying, "Hang on a minute, yeah, you're out of order for being for doing that." Oh, it's it's oh, it's my head's gonna go. <laughs> right, I'm gonna Let get me go and get the fire extinguisher. <laughs> 
Them Jaffa cakes have gone to your head. <laughs> Too much sugar, that um, Honestly, I just, I, 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 I think people like you say I have conversations today. People go, oh, we're like, you know, we've got money to spend in the summer. We'll come back again. Martinez, this, Ken, yeah. like that. And I'm just going, but the proof is in the pudding. You've all been Evertonians for five years, ten years, fifty years, seventy yeah. years, and yeah. this this ideology and mentality of oh it'll be all right next summer I'll be out next season it's not though is it? No. Because then we find ourselves getting knocked out at Wembley and getting tonked at Anfield, and and <laughs> finishing in the bottom half again next season they'll be like oh it's all right give Martinez another year he's only had four years give him another year you know we're accepting to Everton yeah. we're patient to Everton well we I'm not we don't I'm not managers I'm not patient no. I, I haven't got the patience anymore. To wake up on a, on a Thursday morning after getting tonked by our rivals and then go to Wembley yeah. and get beat in the last minute by, Man, by a poor Man United yeah. side who beat us three times this season and see kids half my age and younger crying their eyes out. Yeah. And seeing men older than me and women crying their eyes out because, yeah. again, Everton have failed them. Yet again, another conversation is won by somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. You know, like you say, the patience or the tolerance. For me, the tolerance has run out. There's 15. 15, the last time I've seen us win a trophy. And that's even if you include the charity shield, which was after. It was still before my 16th birthday. <laughs> so, the, and a lot of people forget the charity shield was actually the last trophy we won, not the FA Cup. Yeah. But, you know, semantics, Vinnie Samways. But um, <laughs> I, could put a, I could put a comb through my hair then. I could, I could buy gel. These days... It's more of an airport runway that's going on. So I have to... <laughs> the, the patience is gone. That's where the protest planes get parked on your end. 100%, yeah. Just, yeah, I rent an hour weekend. It's on, it's on, it's on Twitter on Saturday. But, but literally, when I said the plane's plane, on me, the, it, I meant that. The plane's <laughs> on its way and then it's going round. It's going round with the sim, you know, time to go, Roberto. But, um, you know, people, people look up and... It's not. It's it probably got a lukewarm reception, isn't it? The plane. Some people clap. Yeah, because some people it absolutely frightens them or yeah. terrifies them. I think though, it comes that. I think the world changes though. Not, not every, you know, social media is a massive thing now. Protests and planes. But well, I think that showed the power of Twitter. Just that protest alone. Yeah, you know? it's it's just this is this is the thing. People are more demanding. Yeah. So whereas the Everton fan base without social media twenty years ago might not have been as demanding. What's on? Been, I, I think the way. The mindset is changing, but people have to realise there's, there's other generations of Evertonians. Yeah. There's Evertonians, not just from Liverpool who go to the match. Um, there's Evertonians wherever. They all yeah. should be valued. Everyone's got thoughts. People, I hate the way people take a swipe saying, uh, you don't go to the match here, you haven't got a right to, 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 to yeah, comment. Yeah. Well, I've, I, I've, I've been in a match for most of my life, but I've stopped going to the match yeah. a lot of the time. So, yeah. where does that leave me? I, I honestly think that we're all, we all support the same club, but the contrasting views is so varied. And I've sort of given up hope that not everyone's going to have a, a, an ambitious sort of mentality like myself. And, I don't get it, don't. And want... But, you know, they went, they supported Everton, I'm guessing, because of the great players we've had, the stories they've heard, but can, you're talking players who've won things, so it's, 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 in, it's in our genes, alright, sporadically, but we yeah. do win things. Yeah. So you wonder, what, what the hell they're getting out of it if they're not asked about us winning any trophies? Yeah. Because this, let's face it, this season has been diarrhoea from, from almost month one, you know. And these, Bad in a couple of pretty good away wins. And this, latest, <laughs> this latest scenario with the protest mark is is it coming to a head? Yeah. As we said before about the the, yeah. the Baines 
situation at the beginning of April. It's all come to a head. Absolutely. It's taken probably a year to snowball into this. Yeah. A year of pretty uh, much dri- dribble, dribble-driven stuff from Martinez in his press conferences. Yeah. He's bounced between one of them to one disappointing result to the next, and he's clung on to. He's talking about Wolfsburg in one of his oh, press conferences yeah. lately. He's talking about that. He's talking about getting even that battles. game. We were extremely fortunate to win that four-one. If you remember, Wolfsburg had about thirty-five chances. In yeah, the second it was, half. T- was it Goldblatt or Tim Alder? It, it could have easily been eleven-four. But that, that to me <laughs> is a clutching at straws. Yeah, of course. Talking about a record points tra- tally, which is a it's distant memory. Ancient history. Talking about Wolfsburg, a distant memory. I was prepared to write that second season off, but honestly, man, yeah. from from what's happened since, there's been no signs for me no. that I should stick with this manager. And I'm not saying the manager's just all to blame because a lot of them players need to look at themselves. Yeah. You could go through a list of squads, which we will at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, the book stops with him, and he's yeah. refused to change, and he's refused to 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 address a lot of the common issues and even acknowledge in, in his press conference and I feel like he's undermined us yeah completely and he's tried to he's, he's it's like he's watched over the Titanic sinking and told us all what a beautiful calm night it's been <laughs> no that's the way I feel it's like he's 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 completely glossed over a catastrophe which takes some gloss. You need to start I can tell stenciling that. some of these on your walls, you know. That's just my whole living room would be hashtag. I could see your brain just like thinking of the next, the next oh, analogy. That's a analogy. Oh, the one before about the bat overflowing. <laughs> Radox everywhere. Um, Alan's deep bath again. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's, he, he, obviously he said scrutinise, the scrutiny should be over three years, well... Yeah, Roberto, we've been sitting here since January 2015. Yeah, and not a lot has changed. Not nothing. a lot has improved. In fact, in fact, nothing's improved. We're still talking about his refusal to adapt and change. We're still yeah. starting at home with two defensive midfield players against no matter who. That you know, we're still giving we're chances still, to players who and now, who, but, but now, who, who would not get a, a sniff in any a lot of sides in no, the Premier League. We're giving goals away. The, and you know under Moyes and I don't you know, I'm not advocating Moyes at all but I really aren't but you just didn't see you just didn't see goals like that going uh, they're almost rolling in apologetically now okay, every time you can see the Bournemouth goal as it's just a joke and we've just signed a player for 13 million who looks fresh off yeah and, it, and all day the these people who don't like process again he's not fit though he's not fit well why did he play for the under 21s then you know this isn't going to stand up in court if he's like, not fit why does he start a Premier League game on Saturday then yeah and a, why did oh, you won't see him again this season he's contradicting himself the, the bullshit it could lay a dozen fields at the moment you know <laughs> it's he's putting farmers out of business so there's talk about his future for <laughs> Uh, the Ever- talked about it for an hour. The, Ever- <laughs> the Everton board have apparently been having a meeting. I don't know how long the board table is because these meetings tend to go on for 10 days. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who's around the Everton board tables. I, I don't, don't know. I think half of them are people on the stadium tour just to get a feel for the club. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where they meet, how they meet. I don't know who knows what. I don't believe what anyone says no. on Twitter or anything anymore. Um, the, the latest thing I've been told is he was told the day after the United defeat that he was gone. Yeah. Due to certain circumstances last week. Yeah. And yeah. certain things in the media, he it, it was it was not right to no. announce the news then. 
So they were going to put it off to this week. Yeah. Obviously, we're on Wednesday now. Nothing's going to happen. He's going to have a press conference tomorrow. I know. Again, the we're straight game. back on to the, the next game. So, I don't think anyone knows anything yet. I think he may have been briefed and said, your future did hinge on whether you bring us a, a trophy and get In, us to, yeah. to the final. And at the end of the season, we're, we're going to assess the situation, which, which ultimately means you'll lose your job. I don't know. He did look a bit diff- defeatist in his, yeah. his interview before the... The Bournemouth game. And possibly more honest. Yeah, well, maybe you know, that's stretching it a little bit. Yeah, and, but. you know, he'll, no doubt he'll have a lot of excellent sound bites about Leicester. But I think assessing tomorrow. it at the end of the season as opposed to now, another analogy, sorry, it's like assessing the lucky situation when you only got 10 pence on it. It's going to go in the next bit, isn't it? You know, it's not going to improve. <laughs> I, I don't see the benefit in, in. I don't see it. I, the season's done. What are you telling me? To light what are you telling me? Are you telling me to go? <laughs> a tenth place finish is going to save his job. Yeah, exactly. You know, assess it now so we can move on. Give it Merrill to the end of the season. Give it Merrill. Well, people have been like, "Oh, give it Joe Royal, give Unsworth, Cheesy, and all that." I, I can't see any of that happening. Are other clubs that might happen um, into them, but I, I think Everton will only get rid of them at the end of the season if, they, if they've got a, ma- a manager in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, if it comes to that, they'd show a bit of balls and actually appoint someone who maybe is a bit more. A name we need, I think, a proven winner. Yeah, a name, a winner, a bit more cutthroat in his don't, approach. Don't need little Simeone in that black jacket oh. would do me nicely. <laughs> Imagine that guy in Anfield. At least you'd feel normal, though. The shape would feel times over. Yeah, I wouldn't feel normal. I'd, I'd, feel, I'd feel 10 feet tall. But, you know, it might, I, I can't see ever... That's the thing. I can't see ever, any, ever getting anyone with a personality. No, and how bad as that sounds, it's always a safe I think appointment. that's driven by the boards. You want a yes-man, constant yeah. yes-man, who's not going to question anything, who's made up to be there. And, and that's all you're going to get. So you probably know on this board, they'll make a move for Eddie Howe. Because he, for me, seems... Gary Megson. Well, Gary Megson, if it wasn't... You know, one thing we can be thankful for Wallace Smith is that he, he told Ken Mike what to do with that one and, and pointed him in Moyes' direction. But, um, you know, we need someone who's going to get fans off the seats right away. Pellegrini? Yeah, I'm not fussed on him. Joe Chimlow? No, apparently... Well, you're yeah, just, you're just jealous because he's got cool hair. He's got great hair, but it, uh, his club record is what concerns me. He's not. Uh, he's done well, well with Germany with a hugely talented. Is he not a winner though? Is he not? Is we winning for a Germany? He is, yeah, but, you know. he's, he's also won it with the finest players in a generation. Of Germany, okay, so. so you're taking all of achievements away from them, Mark? I am. And what, Eddie Howe? No, never, no. never. Mark Hughes? Never again. Never. No. And um, now the next one, yeah. Deboer, Frank, yeah. Can you imagine the board and Bearcamp on the bench? They'd all be turning up in the beach. With Osman in a coaching jacket. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is Everton. That's... Osman and Hibbert? Yeah. I mean, Osman and Hibbert sat next to Bearcamp. <laughs> One of the greatest technicians of a ball ever. No, I mean. I'm Bearcamp. What's that actually <laughs> I'm Bearcamp. <laughs> He's learning a few things off Ozzy. No, oh, fuck. I said Ozzy then. Who is it? Dennis Lawrence. Then. Dennis Lawrence and Graham Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I said Ozzy then as if I was a huge fan, wasn't I? Should have gone after the night. Well, I did see that poster on, on your wall as it came in. I'm trying to sell that. It like. <laughs> trying to sell that on eBay. Uh, so, to bore, people keep talking about him. But yeah. D- D- Coleman, Ronald Coleman, or the Kerman, how would we say it? Coleman, I Coleman. Ronald Kuman, I've always said. Kuman, yeah. Kuman. Um, the, the press were saying about him again today, he's only got a year left. 
I, he'd, be, he'd be the one for me. Do you think? But yeah. I, I, I've said it on the previous podcast, would he see it as a step backwards? You know, look at Southampton. Oh. In reality, they, we could see... But then they could they see they, they, they another load of players this summer. Well, that's it. They, are, they, are, they, are, they, are they like Everton were a few years ago? You yeah. You know what I mean? Getting there or thereabouts. Because they well, their policy they? seems to be to sell big and buy in low and then they've, they've done well with that, haven't they? You know, still breaks my heart to think we could have signed Tadic, but we signed McGeady instead. I mean, you know, if ever you want to sack a guy for one reason, it's that. Everton, that, isn't it? McGeady, oh, I forgot about him. I know. <laughs> He's still on the payroll. No doubt he'll get a coaching job at Everton as well. <laughs> so, they're the rumours. I'd like they're to the ball personally. Yeah. With, with Big. But, uh, uh, just with the last... Uh, podcast and we'll probably still be saying the same in 12 months time yeah. Martinez is still in the job so we can't no. really so none of it means anything we can't start uh, interviewing no. can we no upstairs in uh, Segura we can't we come, can't. In, come in Frank come, come in Dennis. Frank get over here he said I can't so he's not gone yet <sighs> Frank I've got the beer in <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, County Road <laughs> Nice, a few like, nice little bistros down there. I'll take you to the Alec after the game. You'll, you'll want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Where the so. barmaids go for a stand-up piss. <laughs> uh, so on to Leicester. We've got Leicester Saturday. Yeah. Uh, could have been a deciding game. Could have been, yeah. Um, it would have tip if if Tottenham was a one Monday night. Everton yeah. definitely would have beat Leicester on Saturday. Oh, we would have become the hated figure. We, we'd have done nothing all season and then pissed on everybody's chips by beating Leicester on Saturday. Uh, no. 1-0 no, like Leicester, that's PNR just... off the bench or something. What, yeah, like a scruffy Osmond <laughs> Fulham goal. Yeah. But um, like Leicester, I think we, you know, we need to mention them, don't we? Yeah, it's just breathtaking. I just think you're never going to see it ever again. I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime What's, um, what's impressed you most about them? Just the absolute determination and, and, and fight that they've had for each other in that team. They've got, and they, they've got the, the star quality of Mares behind a, a player who's found himself in the form of his life in Vardy. You know, it's, just, it's just been a magic combination where, where they've just clicked. They haven't suffered many injuries, which you need. Um, they've had a few suspensions now and again. They've done well recently with Vardy out, haven't they? But I just, you know... I know people it's fashionable to hate Leicester and all that, but how the hell can you know really can you? Because it's been a closed shop the, the Premier League for the last so many years. For them to just come and blast it, and they've won it comfortably. Let's face it, you know. I'm I'm thrilled for them because them fans are never gonna they're never gonna have a time like that again. It's it just made me angry that we have been such a non-entity this season. Again, it's only serving to to make me more angry about what's going on at Everton. But thrilled for Leicester. I mean, you, you can't. It's hard not to be. So it's, I, I agree, and uh, I, you know, so I think some people find some of it a bit cringy with Vardy and everything. But yeah. so in, so in terms of a, a romance, and uh, Ranieri's never won a league in any other country, no. and for him to come back almost like a swan song. And I openly admit, like a year ago, we, yeah. remember we spoke we to the Leicester that. podcast. We, we're going to try yeah. and get them on before the end of the season. Yeah, playing them Saturday. Um, and we spoke after, you know, it was before all the piercing stuff. Yeah. Um, funny enough, I was thinking the other day, um, if, you know, if our lads go away on tour yeah. and have a bit of a, an orgy or something, 
and, and it's somehow leaked. Maybe that'll spare us on to win the league. We'll sack Martinez and we'll go on to win the league. I don't know. Oh, because of one misplaced Mark Bosnitz to take Jones Jones is pictured. Fucking, oh, I don't know. Which... By the way, by the way, the way he carried on. You're right. The way he carried on at Wembley, I thought he was. Yeah. It. I thought he just looked right. Back. Well, we're talking about Leicester. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, honestly, I think Ranieri has remained grounded. He's very, he's a class humble actor, guy, isn't he? Very humble, very yeah. grounded, um, very, very suave and, and um, classy in, in his approach. And I think the likes of Mares, um, Vardy, and that the ones who get deplored. But the you know the all Brightons, me, the likes of the Fuchs, Fuchs, the left back, great player, yeah, Michael, Wes Morgan. You could name them all, couldn't you? They've, yeah. all, they've all played the. But to me, the style show has been cancelled. Kante's been brilliant. What a, you know, Ujoa and um, Ogazaki have yeah. come in and played. The Olaf, the Olaf, yeah. and then you know they've they've they haven't they've struck lucky to a point, but you know they've they beat us at Goodison's in the three yeah, two. Yeah. And I you, I draw back to the word you said determination. People talk about the work ethic, and but it's just being a raw four four two. Yeah. Sort of you know your two wingers, your four flat back four, it's a bit of snide with Huth and Morgan. Yeah. And just going for it, like the likes of Danny Simpson and that, who was probably oh, a bit of a misfit, really, uh-huh. an outcast of the Premier League. Villa didn't want All Brighton, and they got relegated with three wins. That, that Fuchs, they got on a free, Kante yeah. was on a cheap. You, you just can't, you just can't. It, it is a film. He's just it? found it's a film. It's a film, it's yeah. goal. Yeah. It's like goal, it's, yeah. it's just found a magic formula. That's yeah. it. I don't think it'll, they'll repeat it next season. I really don't. Shut shit, get banged. <laughs> 100% yeah, but it's no. been great and it was some party there at the, uh, yeah, the Walker yeah. Stadium on, on yeah. Saturday it um, was it, you know fair, fair half play. of it in complete disbelief hopefully that means Everton have got half a chance of winning why couldn't that have been us <laughs> this, this is what's going to happen no we'll, yeah. we'll beat Bournemouth we'll beat Leicester right yeah. oh we beat the champions so. we'll go to Sunderland beat them and we'll probably get a result against Norwich so and all will be, be forgotten and it'll be Oh, great. Well, we finished 10th. We finished 10th with a goal difference of plus 10. Yeah. What, what was your tournament? We'll willingly get men in black and forget that the whole thing never happened. Yes, and move on. You know, forgetting the fact no, that we're 8,000 down on season two. We need to keep the bigger picture in mind yeah. here. Um, we're looking at probably a summer of a lot of players leaving. I might think we're looking at doing a villain next year if we don't act fast. I, I, wouldn't, really? I mean, I wouldn't go as not, not, far not as that. Villa, that's not three wins or nothing like that, but we could quite easily. Gravity is forcing us down. I think it's poor management. What does it say if you lose the likes of Stones or you lose the likes of Lukaku? Yeah. What, what happens if Are you lose Lukaku's goals? Are we going to players if we're getting rid of them? You know, we, we can't strike lucky and wait for a, a Jamie Vardy. You know, and then 13 million on the arse. We're going to go and buy another 13 million for a player for them to wait six yeah. months to play. And yeah. Before then, you, who knows where we could be, but... Yeah, fair, fair play to Leicester, and um, you know, excited for that. It, it's a bit of a yeah. nothing game for both sides. Yeah, Everton v Leicester, but hopefully, <laughs> we see a performance and hopefully, a, yeah, and a win. But you know, up full credit to them. Yeah, fantastic news, mate. Just brilliant. They fully deserve it. Hope they, uh, hope they build on it. You know, stuff. But uh, after that, Mark, we've got yeah. Sunderland in midweek game in hand, and then the yeah. Norwich game. Um, I'm sure. Sunderland. Who knows what will happen by well, that's a massive sign of relegation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for that. Sunderland and Norwich won't won't uh, won't fancy playing us, but you know, Stephen Naismith there's a chance there we could be sending him down on the final day exactly, of the season. Yeah. I could some play. Yeah. No, I think, I think the Sun, I think the Sunderland game will be tough, really tough. Yeah, I he's do. got them he's got them playing oh, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, they look they look an half decent team, don't they, with mm-hmm. the, the following and you know the 
And some of those have the Indian sign-overs at this time of the season. They always beat us, don't they? April, they were on three, three nil of us. So yeah. Last year, yeah. horrendous. And then I remember getting beat at Sunderland 1-0 with the Canio up there. They always seem to do well against us at this time of the season. Mm. You know. Well, they're the only the, the, the other two games, two games after left. the Leicester game. So and then we can say that the misery is over then. The misery is over and then we'll do it, eh? a season review. <laughs> yeah. So what we'll have to do is, we'll, uh, we'll have to do that one in the pub. Yeah. Um, We'll, we'll get on the effies for that one. We'll draft in a few <laughs> of our trusty guests. Yeah, they're still uh, willing to come on on with us. On um, yeah, get the get the FS in. Like last season, yeah, where we ends up we ends up bevied in the Weatherspoons, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And we thought, oh, this will be a one off. This we've had a good go in Europe. <laughs> we finished bottom half. Uh, we'll go again next season. We, but bloody hell, we, we're, we're arriving at this one more depressed than the yeah. last one. I think a, a rack of sambucas for this season review. I'll get him in. We might be, we might, you know, we might be celebrating a change in management, and, you know. And then Dennis and De Boer could be sitting next to us. Sam Dukas is definitely coming in. Yeah, Dennis and De Boer, by all means, you know, you get him in first, and you know we'll follow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was it to yeah. finish off on that. And there's a few bits to finish off on any yeah. other business, Mark. There's uh, one or two bits of news. Uh, we'll just whiz through them, but yeah. uh, we won't whiz through this first. But no. it, was, it was probably. Uh, but it's not probably it's definitely worth mentioning about the, uh, the, the the news about the justice campaign last yeah. week and the, the victims of the Hillsborough disaster um, after 27 years there was yeah. a um, obviously major news last week and the city came together to uh, to commemorate brilliant wasn't the it the groundbreaking news and it was um, it was definitely worth a mention obviously from from an Everton point of view uh, we've, we've we've lived through it haven't we living stood, in the city yeah and I think stood Next to Liverpool, stood toe to toe, but that's been the phrase, hasn't it? With Liverpool, and it's certainly been true. Um, I just thought it was a rare moment of, of uplifting, uh, of a, a feel good factor, do you know what I mean? And it's been them families, the fight and the determination over all the years. And it's really sad that not all the people who fought for that haven't, haven't lived to see the day that, that they came around last week. To, to finally get the justice that we all knew that they should have got 27 years ago. Not not all the lies and the 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 agendas and the outrageous media campaigns against them. I just think the fight and you're right, they did pick on the wrong city because they haven't let it go. They've gone at it. They've not let every kind of ridiculous injustice go against them. They've kept at it and they they, they deserve that day for the sons and for the daughters who they lost because then I think only then can can they let them go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you need that closure and you can't. More, I think you know, you can't sort of say goodbye properly until their names are cleared. And I thought, disgusting. I was a major form, proper major. Same here, and it was it was obviously a, a, a very moving couple of days yeah. last week, um, especially the scenes at St George's Hall. I thought that just yeah. typified. Well, I think the tribute at the start of the Bournemouth game as well was hair raising stuff at the back of the neck. You know, yeah. Well, that's on that Bournemouth game. I, I wrote that down, but I thought yeah. we we need to give it more air time than just a. Absolutely, but Everton have been great throughout. Brilliant, and, and that doesn't come from Everton. That's that superb. That. But not only is it Evertonians, there's been an awful lot of people. But yeah, it's 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 a tragedy in itself that they've waited this long for it. But yeah, um, as you say, I'm 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 hoping now that those those ninety six people and their families can can rest. And yes, rest in peace. One hundred percent. And hopefully move on with their lives. Yeah. Obviously, there's still other things ongoing with but prosecutions can... and criminal criminal of charges. Course, but, but it's. That that is now all um, a consequence of of, but yeah. the major thing has been achieved. And but the, the news was finally proven what we all knew anyway. Yeah, and, so you know, 
and the Sun and the didn't bother reporting it, the Murdoch papers, which just shows not only did they cover up the truth, they're also classless, ultimately yeah. bad losers. Yeah. You know, just one, 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 be probably the biggest cover, cover up in history. history. Yeah, and, uh, I agree with Aldridge for once, and I never agree with John Aldridge, but he said if only that should have been allowed to see this. Yeah. yeah. You know, but they, it's heavy stuff, I know, but. The Hillsborough documentary as well got us all going on the other night, didn't it? As well, yeah. that was just unbelievable to, to watch it again. So finally, some Made good up news. For them. Yeah. yeah, over the and, um, We pass on our best wishes from us too, and probably Definitely. all Evertonians listening to this as well. So, Absolutely. a couple of other things, mate. With the um, uh, another one, I got. We, we haven't really spoke about him on the podcast before. Maybe we we'll have to try and get him on. But Speed on Mick, I think yeah. he deserves it. I mentioned, doesn't he? Number one, because he's he's very much involved at Everton. Um, yes. Sorry, number number one because he's raising an awful lot of money for charity, but because yeah. he's doing it, he's doing it in, in conjunction with with his support for Everton, walking to Wembley. You think he's raised over fifty grand? I think it's more sixty grand now. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Obviously, I mean, today when I first seen him in the upper balls, I just thought it was a guy who'd had a bit too many. A, um, a guy who probably come on this podcast who ends yeah. up going into a bit of a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> Me quite often. I just thought it was a guy just just having a laugh. But yeah. I didn't know what the story was behind him and all that, but the story's been, you know, again, determination and commitment to the cause has been unbelievable. To walk to Wembley, I heard him on absolute radio talking to Andy Bush, um, and he was saying, and he was on, four, on leg four, you know, and he was only 100 miles short and stuff, but he's walking all that. I just thought, that, that's some effort, that. Truly amazing, all in the name of, the, of charity. I made well. up when I run to the champion back, I think that's some effort, you know, but, you know, <laughs> that, that is commitment. Definitely, so, speed on Mick, big shout well, out to yeah, you. Yeah, well done, You mate. don't know us, but um, we may well uh, come and speak to you yeah. soon about all of your fundraising, because it's a, a real proud achievement. Fantastic. And I think everyone at Everton, and anyone who's come yeah. across should have actually uh, take, been taken aback by your efforts. Yes. Incredible, maybe we'll have to do something, maybe an Everton fan focused sponsored walk or something <laughs> up and down <laughs> County Road. Yeah, I, don't know. I think he'd do better if it was a sponsored rant. <laughs> sponsored rant, yeah. You'd raise a fortune, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony Bell, you fighting a Goodison as well. Um, How quickly did that happen? I know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm you're, you're, you're often seen fighting a Goodison, but that's, <laughs> that's just with uh, Pro Ken Wright. <laughs> I can't believe I'm not as box office as he is. Aren't you on, the, you know what, aren't you on the, the the undercar for that night? I should be, uh, yeah, against uh, the EFC Cap or whatever. Parky, EFC Parky, Cap, Parky, I'm calling you out, mate. Parky, we watch Toffee. Let's get on the undercard. Um, no but way. yeah, Bellew's fighting at Goodison. Yeah. So it's another money spinner for Ken Wright and his crew there, isn't it? And I think it's Hollywood. Hey. I just think it's another. I'm made up for Tony. I'm not into boxing because and, and I wouldn't pretend to hold conversations on it. I know a little bit, but I made up that he's got it at Goodison. It seems to have happened really quickly, and it's all and tickets are being printed and everything. So I think it's going to be fantastic for for Belly. Hope he does great. Don't know the the cozy enough to Ken Wright hasn't sat well with me as you can imagine. He's he's kind of been a bit too close uh, to our beloved leader. But um, <laughs> I get that. I get why he's doing that. Obviously, he needs his ground to to, to play in. So, um, oh, not Ken Wright's ground, is it? But you know, um, I have vision. I hope he does. I'm filled for him to be honest he's a player when he gets to fight at Everton that's, that's probably one of the greatest things he's Rob, ever going to do I have visions of Robert Earl with all of his BHS though sailing Dream off Philip the, Green sorry Philip Green yeah don't want people pulling us on Twitter fucking, 
sailing up the Mersey on his yacht with a cigar <laughs> with sliced alone on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Just for the big fight, Just you know what I mean? All for that. And, you can and see Ken Knight wheeling it out, can't you? And 25,000 blues going yeah. along with it. And, we're the, we're know, the people's club. People's club. You'll be hanging yeah, off the park ends protesting. Drown, yeah, drowning out protests and stuff like that. I just only wish, like I promise with it, if they're going to keep Martinez, at least turn the tally up when he starts speaking. <laughs> then then we won't be able to hear him. Yeah, know, like they did for your protest. Like they did for my That's protest. That's because he wanted to hear your woolly back yeah. accent. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, you should have heard me voice, it's beautiful. Joel, Joel got player of the month. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I'm not even a blue, I'm a shite see, blue, me, mate. See, I pay attention. See, see. I'm a shite blue, me. I just um, brunt. No. Where was you? I went. I'm only messing. <laughs> was it at the hill? Was at the hill? Was at the hill? Yeah, yeah. Player of the month, Joel. To be honest, he probably deserves Player of the Month for keeping the scores down for Anfield. Yeah, he does. He deserves Player Yeah. Kept a lot out that day. No, um, done okay. Yeah. Gareth Barry won the supporters' <laughs> club player of the season last night as yes, well. Yes, well deserved. Yeah. I think he's rolled back the clock this year after how much fume we gave towards him last season. And yeah. he just looked like he'd lost his legs. Humble like pie. Is he he yeah, 100%. He's been, he's been, been our best player. Yeah, he's well deserved that award for me. He's, the, he's rolled back the clock to when he first signed for us. He should get the player of the season as well. I think he? so, I yeah. Awards. I think there was a time where... <laughs> Unless it gets uh, sabotaged. <laughs> <laughs> Think a man has out banner might ruin it or something, but no, no I mean, well deserved. He's people are voting for the arse, aren't they? Played of the season, <laughs> there's a lot of few, yeah. Why Everton even put him on the list? It possibly needs to be questioned more than fans taking the piss voting for him. <laughs> Can you imagine the arse he's getting it? It's just gonna be a scene out of police gun and a naked gun, police gun, police squad. It's going to be ridiculous. Barry's got to win it. Um, if not him, Lukaku. But I reckon Lukaku will get young. Yeah, I think it says a lot about Lukaku that he hasn't robbed it after scoring 25 goals. Uh, He's just, he has gone off the boil a lot. performances have gone... Since he's probably made them comments uh, at the end of March, his head's gone away. Two, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's is it, is it that or is it just a coincidence, <laughs> the fact that he hasn't... I agree. He's missed a half full of chances against United, missed a penalty, and, and he hasn't looked interested in other games, has he? No. So, and he hasn't been involved in other games, to be fair to the lad. No, that's true. Yeah. So, so yeah. David, that was any other business. The final one was Kieran Dow. Yeah. I think he's going to be. I was disgusted. He only got four minutes on the side. It's not like me to be disgusted. I don't know if no, no. <laughs> But I, I thought he should have got a lot more time on, you know, to, to come on and play. I think some of his goals have been. A, for the under 21s have been a constant source of happiness this season you know the guy looks he looked a great player when I seen him against Krasnodar only a little bit but you can tell you know a player when you see one his touch is he's a wand a bit of a could be a Beardsley for us you know left foot and I always think left footed players look far much better yeah. more graceful than right he's got I think he's the vision almost Hoddle-esque you know for me looks should have got a lot more should have played against Southampton he was agent I'm not, I should be. Kieran, if you're listening, you know, get me out of this job and I'll come be your agent, but don't let me work weekends. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, no, I think he's a great player, man. Honest, can't stop. But did you see that after he scored the other night? Yeah, I mean, every single goal, the technical ability, I think the first one, he dumped over the key. Vision, you yeah. said vision, yeah. Vision. The second, he's got a deft, a deft yeah. touch, hasn't he? The second one, the ball was fizzed into him and he just sort of controlled it into the back of the net. Mm. Third one, he used he used the defender to shoot to, to kill the ball around and into the corner. I mean, you know, 
he's an attack. He's not a striker. He's an attacking midfield player, and he's been. I think he's got twenty odd goals. I'd love, you know, to go to Leicester there, Saturday. If Barry's fit, yeah. throw Barry back in the team, but throw Barkley and Dal. Yeah, as not the two, you know what I mean? Rather yeah. than having two holding, or maybe against Norwich, just giving a start because I don't like to always see two holding at Goodison, as no, you say. Don't like it. Um, no. It's like you know, you've got better to the party, you're going to run around, but we sort of know what play you're going to get. Throw in the likes of Dal. If Gibson, if Gibson's playing because they're going to give him another contract, yeah, throw keep Gibson in then. Let him do the yeah, defensive yeah. groundwork or whatever with yeah. Barry, and let Dal play. Further forwards, push Barkley on. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Or leave Barkley out the side, us, give him like, a bit of a rest. You know, nowhere near Barcelona, but they're saying get, get as much creativity on the pitch as you can. Yeah. Because you know, because then then you're always going to occupy the the opponent's minds. Could he could he play left side with Delafoe, right Lukaku central? I think he could Barkley play behind, and then you got Bezic and Barry. Maybe. Is but not then I see him best as more. I mean, right. I'm not a scout. I don't know fuck all about stuff like that. But I would think his best way could be behind the striker, you know, or or yeah. just in that sort of David Silva type role. He's that he seems that type of player, you know. He's busy, yeah. Busy, but also. And I forgot. I mean, even in the five minutes he was on on Saturday, you know, a few nice touches that that you know were good. Tom well, Davis as well. The under twenty ones are going well, aren't they? Yeah. You know. The, the, Decent end to this. My man says there's five players ready to step up, and for once I believe him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be refreshing to get, get them involved and think actually yeah. this summer we've got Brendan Galloway to come back if we can keep Stones, Matty Pennington's if coming, Holgate Dow, is as good as the same Mason Holgate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? These players. You've got the lad Joe Williams who I was watching against Chelsea the other day on, on yeah. here. Um, Loved a real class player, player. You know, so you'd think hopefully there's a a bit of a generation bit of a through. catalyst yeah. and I think that's the only thing that can cheer us up now to be honest yeah. is the youth well here you go we've ended that it man let's get napped really I was going to say we ended it on a, on a positive <laughs> day for once but um, in terms of Everton content I don't think you could you could ask for more there um, if, if we've missed anything out I'd love for you to tweet me and say you'd be actually you missed this out because you'd be a picky bastard yeah because because I, 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 I'm trying to remember everything there uh-huh. for the I'm, past three weeks. That is something, mate. You've done well. And I've run out of tea bags, so we definitely have covered everything. And we've you? nearly run out of Jaffa Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll come back then at the end of the season. Um, yeah. we, want, we want fan involvement in that as well. We're going to probably do a few Twitter polls. Yeah, um, Get some opinions, because we haven't had none to read out we here. We know what the override is. If we ask for anyone's opinion now, they'd be like, shite, get me to sack Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should pretend to be Gary Lineker, I'll just get people saying, shat on, shat on, shat on my So, in terms of the an end of season review, we'll yeah. bring a bit of humour to it, and um, we come back in a couple We of have weeks. to, because if we approach it suicidally... <laughs> who, know, who knows? It's, I think it's unlikely that Martinez would have gone by then. Um, but I would yeah. like to think we have some more clarification at the end of the season as to what's going to happen. Unless they just let us plod along and just go drift. <laughs> I feel like the horse is the never-ending story. Just slowly drifting. No one's paying any attention. I'm going into the, under this murky quicksand. Yeah. If you've never watched the end of the story, I'm showing my age now. A horse drowns in quicksand. You know, like, <laughs> that's how I feel at the moment. And I'm looking around for Machiri. Maybe to tell me, no, don't worry about it. We're getting it out. Mach- I don't know. Machiri's not saying no, much. Is on him. Very unimpressive start at the moment. Do you think so? Eh? I'm, I'm, I'm completely behind the guy, and I hope that he does what he, what he, you know, what he said he was going to do when Bill would let him get away with him the other day. Um, but I'm, 
I just think he's made no kind of statement at all. In fact, you see where he was sitting in the stand against Bournemouth, bad right, yeah. nowhere near the front. So that's, people may think something like that, but I don't know if that's because there was specific maybe guests there, there on the day. Maybe there's guests in, in but the thing, but... I, I don't think, know, he's getting his train up from London, isn't he? He's getting his train, because yeah. fans keep spotting him on it, and then he's... I'd assume that that was less, yeah. and there was more mystery about the guy, but more intent in what he was saying. Yeah. You know, it's becoming a bit of a... But is he just is he just getting a feel for the club at the moment? I hope Paul Mark, so. You know what I mean? I hope so. No, I'm completely behind the guy. I'm not slagging him off. And the proof, will, like you say, will be in the pudding this summer when when we get to see really what what he's all about. And I hope it's just ambition, well, he's ambition, a, ambition. He's, we hope that he's yeah. a serious money man. But you know, part of you thinks is he just is he here for the is TV he money? to monopolize Ken Wright's yeah, yeah. Because, because bizarrely you know enough, I mean? since his weakened, since his shares have weakened, Ken Wright's grasp seems to have gotten stronger on Everton. He's appeared well, in quite a sense he, now. He, 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 he was not he was not seen very much. With all no. due respect, there was a lot of rumours about speculation about his health. Now yeah. he's 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 on the scene again, wearing thick black. I've no doubt he was because I think he would have turned up to every game. But it's yeah, like yeah. ever since Machiri given that money, which I hope by the way gets reinvested, then. He seems to have, I don't know, mind you, 22 million would perk anybody up, I guess, but you know, that's certainly perked Bill up. He uh, hasn't, hasn't been off the cameras. <laughs> but then I'll probably get lynched now. Bill, if you're ill, I hope you get well. He certainly looks well these no, days. We've, no, we've talked about that before, Mark. It's yeah, a time yeah. and a place. We've talked about, you know, we're, we're all grown ups. Yeah. There was there was rumours we didn't want to speculate. There was rumours rife about it. It was it was obvious that he was staying away for a reason. Yeah. And it was confirmed by close sources and in the media that he was unwell. Yeah. And you know, obviously wouldn't wish that on anyone. No, really we wouldn't. want we want to we want to know the owner is is first and foremost about him, whether yeah, he's yeah. healthy. But he's got he's running our club as well, so that's important to us. We've got forty thousand fans. With the changes now with Machiri, I think long term we want to sort of see Something come to fruition now. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean. Absolutely. If, if if he if he is coming into mean business, if we are going to see changes, um, and we are going to sort yeah. of change our mentality. Are we going to get a re- you know yeah like when City got to go over and they signed Rubinho, there was like a statement signing. I think that's what's needed at Everton. The ass was ass. He <laughs> was ass. <laughs> We've missed that was the statement signing. That's Everton. That the that ass. My ass. <laughs> Bambi on ice. <laughs> or Bambi on ass. <laughs> Only messing with my lads. You get them Amen. 25 goals next season and we'll be singing your praises. Exactly, I'll be as fickle as anybody. So, <laughs> good to speak to you then, yeah, again. You, Matt. Nice one for listening, everyone. Thanks for Speak to you soon. Ta Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.